You're listening to me, Josie, aka Josie Lifts Things, and this is my podcast, Josie Talks About Things, where I talk about all things and the things people don't talk about. Welcome to me. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 13. I had a special guest today. Um, her name is Shanae. Um, she's a PT, she has her own business um, and also a nutrition coach. She's also my cousin. Um, I wanted to do an episode with her for a long time, but I wanted to sort of catch up with her in person. Um, but since the lockdowns keep getting extended, the only way to sort of do that was via the internet. So this is my first episode that I've done via the internet. So there are a few kind of audio dropouts. Um, it's a little bit louder than normal. So you might have to just turn down a little bit. I just don't want to ruin your eardrums. Um, but yeah, I couldn't really help that. So <laughs> lockdown things. So I hope you enjoy. It's really fun. We talk about a whole bunch of stuff and have a lot of laughs. So there, let's meet my cousin Shanae. Go. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Pretending like we haven't just spoken for the last 20 minutes. All right. So everyone, welcome back. This is uh, Josie Talks About Things, aka me, Josie Lift Things. But I have a special guest today um, and it's Sinead. Hello. Which is Josie's cousin. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. She's my, I'm so excited my... to be here. Thanks. So she's my cousin. So she um pretty much grew up with me. So I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm a... um only child so I have no like brothers or sisters like my mum would take me over to like her, her house because your dad and my mum are brother and sister and we would just obviously play. <laughs> that's what cousins are and we'd just play because I had no one to play with so uh, we have some pretty funny stories like we yeah we pretty much grew up together but it's actually you know what I find fun funny as well we both kind of like did almost the same things like we both played soccer for a while you kept going and like we'll talk about that later on um, but then you, we also kind of ended up in fitness in different ways as well, which is pretty funny, but mm. yeah, let's start with like our childhood because <laughs> that's the funny part. <laughs> Where do we start? <laughs> I told Sinead, I was like, think about some funny like stories. So I don't know what ones she's thought of, but I have some funny ones as well. <laughs> um, but on this podcast, I think we're just going to like go through like some funny stories of that. And then we'll just talk about like how we both ended up sort of in fitness, what Sinead does for fitness, what she's doing at the moment, injuries, because we both had a pretty big one of them and like go from through from there. But what was your story? I really want to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, before you get into that. Um... Oh, yeah. <laughs> So the trampoline in the pool, do you remember that? That was my story. (laughs) We put it like, so we're at grandpa's house and we put the trampoline in the pool and literally grandpa came out and he was furious and he like went off his nut at us and we literally ran away because we didn't want to confront him. And I think we like ran into and she was like, you what? Do you remember? Yeah, I, I remember. So what I remember is we, because what, guys, I grew up in my grandpa's house with my mum. So me and my mum lived with my grandpa, which is Sinead's grandpa, and um, they would come over to our house as well. And I remember <laughs> like we were really young and um, I remember convincing you guys that we won't get in trouble. <laughs> I was like, let's. <laughs> I was like, for some reason, I thought if we put the trampoline in the pool, we could like jump on the trampoline, but still be in the water. Like, I don't really know how I thought that would work. But then I was just, and we then thought that, it was a good idea. Yeah. You and your brothers, like our co- my cousin Kelvin and stuff, we were like, 
you you guys were like, no, grandpa's going to get so mad. I was like, no, he won't. I was like, don't worry about it. I was like, he won't get us in trouble. Don't worry. Let's put it in. And we got it like half in and out and it got stuck. And then I remember like grandpa coming out like, what are you doing? And I remember even being like, oh, guys, I'll take the blame if we get in trouble. It's all good. And then I don't think I took the blame. <laughs> you were probably the first one to run away. It was not my idea. It wasn't me. It was them. Oh, God. <laughs> that was really funny. I remember that. Oh, that was that's mine. hilarious. I'll, t- I, I'll um I I'll tell one. Do you? Okay, go. <laughs> Do you remember oh. the oh, no. the clothesline at my house? And I can't remember a hundred percent because I think I was quite young. But all I remember is it was bloody hilarious, and we I think we were swim- swinging on the clothesline, right? And Kelvin with, was with us, which is my brother, Josie's cousin. And I think it like knocked him in the head and almost knocked him out. Do you remember? Okay, I I think this is the same thing, but what I remember is we're paying 24 home safe. Oh, maybe this might be a different memory, but we're playing 24 home safe and um, the the clothesline was the home safe. So we're all running to try and get to the clothesline. But then like someone kicked a soccer ball and it hit the clothesline and then yes. Kelvin was diving to the clothesline at the same time and the ball hit the clothesline, bounced off the clothesline and hit Kelvin. <laughs> yes, that is what happened. I couldn't remember, but I just remember it being hilarious and the clothesline somehow something happened it was hilarious and he like <laughs> he dropped like a sack of potatoes <laughs> he was probably concussed <laughs> looking back on it we probably like literally concussed ourselves a lot of times because we used to be outdoor children would go out and play outdoors so Sinead lived on like property and they had like cows and like paddocks and like dirt things because I think like the boys rode motorbikes and stuff so like we always used to yeah. go out and do like silly things in the backyard um, that was really funny. <laughs> and, I remember um, that one. Cl- and climb trees. I mean, well, this isn't really a funny story, but you probably remember this one oh. out of the tree. Like it was like probably at least three or four meters high and you jumped out and landed on that nail in your foot. Do you remember oh, that? Yes. <laughs> I forgot about that for so long, but like the other, um, the other week we were in the backyard here at my boyfriend's house and he um, was playing with a dog and then I just hear him go, oh, and I was like, what? And I looked down and he's pulling this nail out of his foot and I was like, that's disgusting. I was like, wait, that happened to me. I was like, I was, yeah. like, I was at my cousin's house and I told him, I was like, the, the, the tree was so big. So what we used to do is there's this big tree and the tree was right next to their carport. So we'd climb up the tree get off the tree and then <laughs> climb onto the carport, then climb onto the roof. But like, <laughs> why did we do that? It was so dangerous. But um, <laughs> Sinead's dad, was it like a builder? Is he a builder or a carpenter or all same thing? A brickie, bricklayer. A, a bricklayer. Same, same. <laughs> same, same. And uh, for so long I thought carpenters laid carpet, but anyway. And um, down the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and then down the bottom of the um of the tree because it was kind of under the carport he was a bricklayer so we had like debris and bricks and like you know building to- like things and stuff it would just like mm-hmm. fall down there so I remember I was at the top of the tree trying to jump off 
to get obviously off the tree. And I was just like, oh, I can't get down any further. I'm just going to dr- fall, which was obviously really high. And then when I landed, it was in like the debris next to like where he parked his car. And I just like, I didn't feel it at first, but then like I took a step and there was like a bit of wood that was stuck to my foot. And I was just like, what the hell is this? And then I went to like brush it off and then it didn't brush off. And I was like, what the? <laughs> and then like, I remember like just seeing blood. And I was just like, what the actual hell? And then, yeah, mum had everywhere. to get me and I remember uh, everywhere. And I remember being in your bathtub and mum was like freaking out. And she was like, you're going to have like tetanus or rabies or something, whatever you get from nails. <laughs> and um, I, what happened What happened was there was this like um block of wood and it, they can't, you can't see me. I'm like trying to show you with my hands. The podcast can't see me, but I, and I, was like, I, was, I was like a block of wood. And if you imagine the nail went through one side of the wood and then out the other side and stuck up, I'd like, jumped on that stuck like the bit that was out the other side so the like nail was in my foot but the brick like the wood was also on the bottom of my foot that was so painful ouch oh my foot oh, that now. was bad <laughs> right and um i remember yeah you know, <laughs> this oh, I don't time know, I... I was <laughs> i was waiting for you and your mum to come over like because mum and dad had said that like you were coming around i was like oh my god yeah like so excited so i was <laughs> waiting out the front waiting for you guys to drive in the drive big bag of like flowers I had picked off the tree and I was gonna like chuck them on your car as you drove in I was literally out there for hours like waiting and just waiting and you never came (laughs) didn't you say you like fell asleep out there or something or like it it got dark it was dark yeah it was dark I was out there for like hours I was like, surely they'll be here. Like, I, like, I just thought, like, I'm going to go inside and they're going to show up. <laughs> so I was like, I'll just stay here. I'll just wait a little bit longer. And, yeah, you never came. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> oh, I have, like, smoker's cough and I don't smoke. Thanks, Mum. Thanks, Anna Christina. Um, I remember there was this one that I thought of, and I don't know if you remember this. Maybe you weren't there. I think there was a time where, like, you were a little bit young, even though you're only, like, 14 months younger than me. But me and Kelvin used to like do shit to you all the time. But I remember um, one time, so your property, like Sinead's property was on like a corner of um, of a street and we used to have, um, <laughs> we used to have like mounds of dirt at the front. I don't know what you were doing with it. Was it like, what was that? Were you doing like it, landscaping or something? I don't know. They were just there. It was sort of like a fence really. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> mounds of dirt for a fence. They're, they're so, still there. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> it's been like 18 20. years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no one can steal your fence, I guess, if it's just dirt. <laughs> nah. <laughs> so we're on this corner of a, of a road and I remember one day um, – it was actually at night time and I don't know who else there was there. I remember, I think it was some of Kelvin's friends as well. And I remember that we were out the front and we would hide behind the mounds of dirt. And when a car would come, would get pe- like one oh of us would be like, go, go, go. And would come out and moon the cars that went like around the corner out the front of our, like pull down our pants so they saw our butts. And we did that for so long. And, like, nothing happened. It was, like, whatever. Anyway, one time, I think it was you. I don't know. Maybe I'm remembering you that wrong. You dared me to do it. I remember. You dared me. <laughs> and I was, like, well, no, I don't want to do it. And, like, it's there. You have to. <laughs> 
I remember us being like, Shanae, just do it. You got to do it. You have to do it. She was just like, no, I'm scared. Something's going to happen. We're like, no, just go. And like, we were like the older ones, like bullying this poor little child. And then she went out. It was nighttime, nighttime, complete darkness, pretty much. So when the cars went around the corner, like shone the light right on, like you could see everything, right? So Shanae comes out. We're like... This car, this car's coming up, and we're like, "Go, Shanae, go, Shanae!" And she was just like, "Oh!" And she went out there, and she like mooned this car, and then like it went around the corner, then like slammed on the brakes, <laughs> and we were all like, <laughs> "We're like literally." Run! And then this car started reversing, <laughs> and we were like, got out of the car. They went out of the car. They went to your front door yeah. and talked to. Oh, I think that's right. <laughs> Yes, because we ran around the back and mum and dad and everyone was like cooking a barbecue and they're like, why are you just running around? And I think mum was inside and she came out like, what are you doing? <laughs> Legit. And then this person was just like, I think everyone's like flashing their mooning us driving past. And then I don't remember if we got in trouble, but it was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, while we're on that, do you remember, I can't remember if you were there or not. I think you were. And Kelvin mooned like the same idea moon to car coming around the corner and it was our arnie do you remember that arnie michelle oh, yes <laughs> i don't know if it was the same night but yeah oh, i remember i think it was a different night because we used to do that a lot because what else are we gonna do you know now but you know what's funny now like i see like our younger cousins or like other kids like playing on their ipads and stuff we used to go out in moon cars it was <laughs> the difference but um yeah, he, Kelvin went out and he did a he did his turn of mooning the car and then the, the car like turned into our drive your driveway and then it turns out it was our auntie and she's like, Did you just moon me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. That and was funny. That you, <laughs> there was this time, do you remember in Surfers when we, we used to go up to like Queensland every year? And your mom it's not really about us, but it's about your mom and she's gonna hate me if she listens. <laughs> do you remember when she was trying to drive head and she literally like the guys there were like trying to teach her how to drive like what's the accelerator what's a brake and she drove the moped straight into the fence at like the yard place it was just so funny <laughs> you know I have that on video that was on my Facebook for so long yes oh my god yeah you do. I remember seeing it coming up in my memories and I was like because that was hilarious I like probably more of be there moment but <laughs> I want to oh, find so it I want to find it um oh, I don't know where it is now I was gonna have to play it but um that was funny yeah she was like my mom's like older so when she was like getting on this moped she couldn't work out like the like twist of like because it's like bike she had no idea what to do she was like twisting it or whatever <laughs> and then like she just like twisted it but you know what's it called when like is like a whiskey thing when someone like rides a motorbike and then like because they get scared they like just keep turning the accelerator and then like <laughs> and she just went forward <laughs> and ran into the front gate <laughs> that and was then funny. she didn't even come riding with us <laughs> no she was a bit she was a bit embarrassed i think yeah yeah <laughs> okay Is, do you remember anything else that i think we remember the same stories I know. I, th I feel like they were like the mains, like 20 times, but I feel like they were the main, like big events. <laughs> yeah. That was the funny ones. Um, okay. Now that we've um, done, done this podcast backwards, why don't you tell us a little bit about you? <laughs> Sounds good. We probably should have done that bit at the start, but anyways. Um, well, my name is obviously Shanae. I am 20. 
24 years old. Yeah, 24. I live in Sydney from the Hawkesbury area. Um, and obviously I'm Josie's cousin, as we already addressed. Um, I'm So I'm a personal trainer and a nutrition coach, uh, which I've been doing. I've been in the health and fitness industry now for five years. Um, and I founded my business, which is called SK Bodyworks. And I also am currently working at a bank uh, three days a week, which I'd like to hopefully eventually leave to go into my full time, my business full time. Um, but that's, I guess, really me in a nutshell. Um, I used to be really into soccer. I started playing soccer at the age of about seven and I grew up uh, attending a sports high school um, and played like a light soccer. And uh, in 2000, and, was it 2014? I unfortunately sustained a knee injury, um, an ACL, which put me out for a little while, about 12 months. And that was, I guess, for me being, you know, like I literally lived and breathed soccer. I trained, like played games however many times a week and it was pretty much my life. Um, and I guess it was probably really during that time where I couldn't focus on my own journey when I really loved to help other people on their journey. Um, so I guess that's where that all started really it was a bit of a blessing in disguise because if I didn't really if that didn't happen I probably never I guess enrolled to my personal training course and probably never would have been or ended up where I am now um and I know obviously you and I have had our fair share of injuries like you with your back um and I've had a back injury (laughs) stacked at water skiing one day and it it didn't really hurt when it happened, but the next day I literally couldn't get out of bed. I was in that much pain, and I know you know a back injury is like. It's yeah, it's really draining, hard, and it's like not knowing where the end is as well. I think is a part. Um, but yeah, that's I guess Shanae in a nutshell. I um yeah, I have a few things to say, but. I do a hundred percent. Like, obviously if you've listened to my previous episodes, you guys about my backstory and things The say, it's just so funny. Like the same thing happened to me. I was in the gym. Yours was like wakeboarding or whatever, but I was in the gym and I didn't feel anything at the time. Like I was just like, Oh, like, yeah, that's a bit of a twinge, but nothing really that bad at all. And then it, it was the next day, same as you, I woke up and I could not get out of bed. I was just like, what the hell? And it's really funny. Cause people are like, Oh, what happened? And they're like, Oh, I expected you to like fall to the floor when you, it happened. I'm like, it wasn't like that at all. And it's just funny that it was the same way for you too because it it did not feel like anything was wrong at the time and then after that and then obviously I did mine my back what 2018 ish so I don't know how many years that is three or four years ago three years ago now and like I'm still I don't know I can't do maths I still can't like it still hurts to this day so how's yours going Do, do you feel that sometimes or um no it's pretty good at the moment but like previously I've had it where it's like flares up and gets a bit sore which is really frustrating. Um, but at the moment, it's been pretty good. Wood. I haven't had any issues with it. Um, but my knee, I guess, is sort of ongoing, like a little bit niggly because I had two knee surgeries on that. Um, but, yeah, I feel like you just, I don't know, got to focus on the positives when you're going through something like that because mindset is so, so big. Um, and I think as well probably not giving up, like, you know, keep going if you don't get answers. Cause I know when I, with my back injury, it was like, I seen physios, I seen chiropractors, I seen doctors, I've seen like, you name it. And no one could give like, or people would give me answers, but then it's not getting better. So then I'd go see someone else and they would say something completely different. So I feel like, yeah, that was really frustrating. 
So yeah, not giving up um, and, you know, finding your answers and yeah. Yeah. But yeah, same with me. I remember with my back, I haven't had like your knee injury like you have. You've had like a quadruple whammy. <laughs> but like with my back, I, I remember I went to, I don't remember how long it took, but it was months and I couldn't, I still couldn't move. I was in so much pain and I went to the emergency room. Like, I think it was like three mm-hmm. or four times before someone actually admitted me. Like, I remember being um, on the floor crying because it was hurting so bad in an emergency. And they saw me and, and took, gave me like some panadol and said, just rest at home for six to eight weeks. And I was just like, what? Like, they didn't even just like rest. Do, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they didn't even do like a, like a, what do you call it? Like any screen, like MRIs or x-rays or anything. And if they did do that, they obviously would have seen that it was broken. So I feel like I should have sued them, but okay anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> so I didn't know yours was 2014. That was so long ago. That was my knee, my ACL. ACL. Knee, knee reconstruction, yeah. Um, to be honest, I can't really remember when my back injury was when I um fell off water skiing it was I remember it put me out for like 10 to 12 months but I can't remember exactly when that was bit of a blur (laughs) yes yeah same um but your your knee so how we were that was just around high schoolish when you you did that well then yeah I was in year 12 then when that happened wow so with soccer because we both briefly played on the same soccer thing so Shanae yeah as she said she did soccer like her whole life and it's just funny now like my my partner and everything is like obsessed with soccer and I'm just like oh (laughs) Shanae's the soccer they're the soccer family we have soccer in our family because your brother's played it as well um my mom's not so exercise fanatic but like everyone else played it too (laughs) um so when you play you played for a long time and then you say that when you did your knee is kind of when you branched out into your personal training yeah, yeah, because, like, obviously it put me out for – because an ACL um, or a knee reconstruction is, I guess, it's a really a 12-month 12 12 recovery. So, and, like, you know, I'm used to always being out and, like, doing stuff, being active, being on the soccer field, like, training, playing, whatever, and I couldn't obviously do any of that. So I was like, yeah. you know what? Like, I am going to make use of this time and, like, I would – like I would love to actually help people on their journey. Like since I couldn't do that myself and focus on my own journey, that's when I sort of realized I would, you know, love to help other people on their journey and yeah, help them reach their full potential. Um, and yeah, and I'm so grateful that that actually happened, even though I'm not when I think about my knee, like, yeah, blessing yeah. in disguise, hundred percent. Yeah. That's a really positive way to think about it. And like, we haven't caught up properly for like a long time um, before this. I know how weird. Like, I feel like it, we were one of those things where, like, obviously, when you're little, you have nothing else on, so we like hang out all the time, and then we get older <laughs> and we have full time jobs life. and life, legit, life and it makes it hard. Yeah, yeah, Definitely. and and now you that you're move. in Newcastle, I know, but I can, I, I am down there a lot. It's just like with lockdown and everything. So we mm-hmm. just went into lockdown as well. But you've been in lockdown for a few months, which is oh, poor for you guys. But you guys just, you guys just moved as well yeah um out to i mean you probably don't even know <laughs> where it is glossodia which is nah. area um which it's not really so if, um if you picture where mom, my mum and dad's is it's about yep 20 20 minutes past that so past windsor oh yeah yeah yeah. i uh, briefly lived in box hill for a while if you remember yeah. do i yeah. tell you that 
Yeah, very. Yes. Not yeah, long. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, let's <laughs> no, catch I up. Because I lived, I lived literally across the road from your parents' place. And you, I think, were still, no, you were at Jake's then. But I lived across the road from your mom and dad. And I was just like, oh, yeah. let's hang out. And then, like, yeah, that yeah, didn't go very well. That, <laughs> that yeah. was with my, my ex. And blah, blah. anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, but there's 20 <laughs> minutes past that. Well, that's really good. Like, I've, I don't think I've even told you, like, properly congratulations because that's a big achievement for you and, and your partner. That's awesome. Yeah, like, we were, like, saving and everything for, I guess, it was quite a few years because I've been with Jake now for, I'm losing count, I think six years. <laughs> six. Oh, my Lord. Wait, yeah, six and a half years almost. So we've been, we're saving what? for a little while. But, yeah, it's an awesome achievement. What? That's forever. <laughs> what? What? I know. <laughs> it goes so fast though. I think it's one of those things where it's like you've just been with him for so long that I don't even like remember when you weren't with him, I guess. And then I don't remember that it's yeah. been six and a half years. Like it just like <laughs> flies by. That's crazy. And it goes too fast. Pretty so scary. with your <laughs> I know it is, isn't it? Um with your soccer, um, I did see that you recently put up a post. So do you want to tell us about that? Because, like, I was so sad. Yeah. Yeah. So you basically so, basically retired. Yeah. So um, I think it was, yeah, a week and a half ago, thereabouts, I um, announced that I've officially retired from soccer, which is pretty sad for me. Like, I contemplated it for such a long time. And, I like, the, my last game that I played was literally, like, last year during COVID because I was like all training and everything leading up to the season. We're in the preseason and (laughs) the game before the season was meant to start was a trial game. I uh, like twinned my knee and it just wasn't feeling a hundred percent, which is really frustrating. So then I made the decision, I guess, based on where I want to be because I would love to, I guess, branch out into um, or apply for a job in the defense force personal trainer and I really couldn't Mm. I guess sacrifice um or afford to be injured because I guess reduced my chances of getting into that role in the future so yeah I feel like for such a long time I contemplated like I yeah it took me a long time to actually announce that I had always like you know I'm gonna go back I'm gonna go back and I'll keep telling myself that but like I think you just it comes to a point where you've got to you know realize like what's important like where do you want to be what's your goal doesn't um yeah so that was really tough but yeah so I've officially retired wow and having that back but yeah (laughs) retired for like an extended (laughs) period of time (laughs) yeah Yeah. like having (laughs) having that part of your life for so long like I feel like I can kind of relate because I did taekwondo and I kind of had to retire from taekwondo because of my back so I feel I feel, I feel you. Like, I think I started Taekwondo when I was four or five. And then, yeah, the three mm-hmm. years ago, I made it to like my fourth damn black belt, which took me like, what's that? 21 years or something or 20 years. And then I just couldn't risk it with my back. I didn't want to be, cause when I did my back, I was in hospital for like three months or four months. Mm-hmm. And then when I got back out of hospital, I was at home for like another six weeks. Like I literally, I couldn't afford to take another like six months off work. Like, so no. I had to leave Taekwondo as well. And yeah, I completely relate. It's just, a, it's a hard decision because you know that you can't do it. Like I remember obviously taking initially the time off because I couldn't walk first of all, but then like after a while, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'll go back. I'll get back into it. And then obviously like I started working until like eight or 9 PM and then the classes were, you know, six to seven. I couldn't make it. Then after a while, I was just like, is it worth like 
ruining my back again. And I was just like, it's probably not because obviously soccer and taekwondo and martial arts and all those things are so physically taxing on your body that you're just like, Mm. something can go wrong at any point. Like you with your pregame, you're like, oh, that doesn't feel good. Like, yeah, sometimes I get about out of bed and my back's like, oh, that doesn't feel good. (laughs) So I'm like, how would it feel fighting someone? Like probably not great. (laughs) No. I remember you from like childhood playing soccer. So that's really sad and but mm, sometimes, you know, this hard to make decisions. sacrifices. Yeah. 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 Which is definitely. hard, but you have, a, you have a really positive outlook on everything. So it sounds good that you, I know it's a hard place, but it sounds like you've you yeah. know, got a good mindset and everything around it. But, yeah. um, so with and your, you really, <laughs> you go, <laughs> no, you go. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like you, you really have to be like positive because it makes all the difference in how you're feeling like you know if you focus and dwell on the negative things you're only going to feel you know you're going to feel like shit so if you focus on the bright things and the positives you know you get you're going to feel better so yeah that's my outlook on it I guess 100% I do think that there is like such a big correlation with that because with my back I remember there was a time like stress and you know, negative thinking and never negative thoughts and everything. Like when you put yourself in that, that shows up in other ways and, you know, back pain is one of them. So I was going through a really hard time when I did my back with my last relationship and everything. And I feel like it was literally like a day or two after I left that, that my back felt better. So I feel like the stress and the negative energy and the negative situation and the negativity and the things that I was thinking, I wasn't in a positive mindset. And I feel like it made like a massive difference. Like, um, I think you're right when you have positive thoughts about things and, you know, it might not a hundred percent fix the problem, but it might 90%, you know? So yeah, yeah. I know definitely. it's a hard decision, but sometimes they're the best to make, which is unfortunate. <laughs> Yeah. But guess what? Yeah. No, I agree. What? I'm learning so much about soccer now that my boyfriend's obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe possible soccer. <laughs> oh, it cut out then. What'd I'm you joking. say? <laughs> I was going to say maybe me, Mike, Michael should do a podcast on soccer, but I'm totally joking. <laughs> no, I think you should. He has like, the, he's upset because you know, he coaches, he's a coach. Oh, I didn't know that. No. Yeah, he's an actual coach. So he's like just full on obsessed with Fulham, like the English league or whatever. He knows they're not the best, just everyone out there, but he's in love with them anyway because he's like ride or die. (laughs) Um, But, and you know what I find? Because he was like, what, what, when I I first met him, he was like, what, what league, like what team do you know? And I was just like, oh, the red one. Because like growing up, Kelvin used to have the red and yellow banner in his bedroom all the time. That's like the only reason I know. It was Manchester, was it? Manchester, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he was like, no. (laughs) And and so he's obsessed. Um, But he actually, like, he's played soccer his whole life. He was in, oh God, I zone out when he talks about it sometimes, but like first grade, I think he was playing in. Um, And he, he's been in his, uh, he plays for New Lambton up here, which is like, I think the highest league in Newcastle. So um, he's done that forever. And then now he's a um, 18s coach. Um, so yeah, he right. actually coaches, he um, goes to training, you know, at how it is three, two or three nights a week. And then we go to games on the weekend yeah. and he, I watch him coach. So yeah, he's like full on into it. <laughs> oh, that's so good. It's good that he's got, a, I guess, a little bit of a ho- hobby and passion on the side. Yeah. And it's yeah. funny because, because he's played it himself, like, 
uh, he's not he anymore because I think he ha- he knows, but he had a a knee um I think reconstruction or ACL as well. So he stopped playing. So mm-hmm. same same thing. So but now he coaches and he's like we watch we bloody stay up to bloody five a.m. and watch the bloody games now. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm, now I know all about soccer <laughs> and like the Premier League and and when you get regulated, no, reg, regulated, reg. Re- <laughs> I relegated. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, you know yeah, all so the like you know all the stuff. <laughs> Whatever you said, I probably can't say it again. But like when your team like loses, you go down to the league below and like he's like, Oh, now we're now we're the best of the worst, so we're gonna go back up. And then I'm like, but th- then if you're the worst of the best, aren't you just gonna go back down? <laughs> like is it you're just gonna go up and down? Um but yeah, he's obsessed. So now I share your passion through being forced to watch soccer all the time. <laughs> so oh, you know best. what I find funny as well? What's that? I find funny, well, kind of that like we both, like I said at the beginning, we ended up in fitness in different scopes of it, but you did, mm. you know, go into your personal training business. I kind of, I didn't do my, I'm not a personal trainer and I didn't go that like route. Um, but, you know, I obviously my Instagram and everything was built sort of around fitness in the gym. But mm. tell us about you had like. Such a passion for it. Yeah, like not this year, but I have up until now. I've had like a big, um, big break this year, and I think I needed it. I went really hard last year, um, and it was a bit too much. Like I, I was kind of in a comp prep, even though I wasn't competing. Um, I was like weighing everything to the gram. I got like pretty shredded. It was probably the best shape of my life, but it wasn't really that healthy. Um, like I couldn't go out to dinner with Michael or my boyfriend. Like, yeah, I couldn't track anything so I kind of went the more like you know not shows because I've never competed but like the Instagram gym person route but like you started your business and everything so tell us like a little bit about that like obviously you said it's SK Body Works and I remember you start like starting this like however many years ago Mm. um but do you have any like tips or what you can say to anyone because I can't give them any information about starting a PT business I never want to do it for myself (laughs) so do you want to tell us how you got into that yeah of course um so I guess I already explained my journey of how I got into you know being a personal trainer so um in yes obviously it's called SK Bodywork so I founded that in 2016 um and I've since I've been working out of a gym, so I mostly work with, I guess, one-on-one um, clients, but I would love to eventually move online, um, which would be great. Um, but I guess tips for people wanting to start like a personal training business or um, a business in the fitness industry as such, you could say, um, I guess is you really have to be willing to put in the effort and the time, especially at the beginning. Um, like I've like I said, 2016 is when I founded the business. So it's been over five years, if I can count. Yep, five years. Um, Neither us and it's like it, Yeah, and I work in a bank. That's pretty bad. <laughs> but anyways, um, but no, it's such a rewarding job and I do love what I do. So I feel like you really have to, if you don't, you know, you're not going to enjoy it. You're not going to want to get up in the morning at like 5 a.m. to go like do your first session or you're not going to want to work like later in the afternoons and the evenings because it is a lot of, I guess, after training. Um, so, yeah, and I guess, um, or as you would know with this, being quite social media, 
obviously a lot of your clients and things come from social media these days because it's such a big platform to advertise and market your business on. Um, and I guess, yeah, posting on social media is a job in itself, as you know. <laughs> um, yeah, it so really yeah, I guess, is. Yeah, it is. It's, yeah, it's time consuming. Um, so I guess, yeah, you really need to sort of pitch to your audience, um, talk about your services, like what you offer, what problems um, yeah, and be patient, I guess, because, you know, it's not going to happen like in three months, one year even, like everyone's on a different timeline, so it's going to be different for everyone. But I guess at the end of the day, how much you put into the business is how much you're going to get out of the business. Um, so, yeah, and also I guess another thing is um, particularly, I guess, if it's your own um, business is not – I guess, letting it consume you or your life. You need to take that time out for you. Because especially being a, I guess, a personal trainer, um, you're constantly, I guess, putting people before yourself. So, yeah, taking that time out for yourself is important so you can, you know, slow down and um, take you time really. And if you give back to yourself, you can give back to others. So I think that's really important as well. But, yeah, I guess mainly, so, yeah, effort, time, patience, um, and social media. <laughs> That'd be my Legit. best tips. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, you, yeah. Like I said, you know all about the social media part. Yeah. It's really funny. Like um, I've left my job to, to do it, but it's like it, you kind of need to do that. Like it needs to be, uh, It's a, like you said, time consuming. That's like the one thing mm. I'd say. And it's just so funny. People are like, all you do is post a photo. It's, it's really not like that. Like it's so hard like I'll be on my phone all day and Michael's like you know you're on your phone you're on your phone I'm like yeah like it's taking me this long to reply to people like and mm. which is it's I love it I love talking to everyone but yeah it does yeah. take a long time and even then like I miss messages and I feel like shit I'm like I'm so sorry but like, it takes time and then obviously getting your content planning out everything like there's a lot to it and um I guess you know for me in the future and for you for now when you're getting your clients that way and things like it is something that you um I guess the new age way to to get your, your business in a way so yeah it would be Definitely. it's a big part I think of of that how if you don't don't mind me asking you don't have to answer but like with the pandemic and everything like what's how is the yeah how are you going what do you yeah what <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so um like obviously in Sydney or Greater Sydney we're in lockdown so um obviously so I normally work with my one-on-one clients out of a gym so like gyms are closed as you know so that is I guess a bit tough um so I was doing some sessions at a local park um I was doing some group sessions originally but then they changed the restrictions again and they said you can only do one or like two people can exercise outdoors together so previously it was 10 so um then I was only doing one-on-one sessions and then they changed that again to say that um, <gasps> you can exercise outdoors like with two people but it has to be in within a 10 kilometer radius of your home but I've only got like one or two clients that live within a 10 kilometer radius oh. so so I've been doing like a lot of I guess zoom sessions um but I guess like in times like these you just need to compromise and use what resources that you have and yeah because that's all you can do really so yeah but I'm hanging for the gym to reopen hopefully yeah. soon but only time will tell. Yeah, it's 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 really hard. Like 
this time for myself, leaving my job and not having much at the moment, like it's, it's really, and obviously like I worked in the gym. So when it was closed, I didn't work either. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's hard, but you know, even like mental health, like I want to train again. Like, like I've kind of mentioned before, I've had this year off, like I haven't really tried, I probably trained a handful of times and like the day, this is so funny. It's not, but anyway, I know before I've seen your Instagram. (laughs) <laughs> legit because like I, I kind of started feeling guilty because a couple of weeks before it you guys were already in lockdown in Sydney and because I've moved up to Newcastle up here I was like feeling guilty because I'd be like oh I should go to the gym I was like yeah people like people at home don't get to go to the gym I was like I should take advantage of that but then I was just kind of like oh, I still don't really feel like it and then the day I decided I was like I'm gonna go to the gym from tomorrow this is it I went and bought active wear well my boy- boyfriend did for me lucky duck but I went and got all decked out I was like ready to go and then oh we're going into lockdown 5 p.m today and Damn. I was just like I knew I should I knew I should have taken that for granted <laughs> but yeah <laughs> it's always the way <laughs> it is always the way so just as well like with your with your back and your knees and things like what kind of training can you do for yourself like I obviously like um full-on like I guess bodybuilding I don't know if it's called hypertrophy I don't know I don't I don't study exercise I just, <laughs> I just I just lift heavy shit in the gym that's all I know but <laughs> I like do that kind of stuff and um obviously my aim is to build muscle and, and lose my body fat usually but like what kind of training do you do what do you like um, I guess I do quite a variety of things. Um, and I really find enjoyment of doing a variety of things. Um, I am really into running. I think I sort of got that like through soccer and I've been doing probably a little bit more of it one because we're in lockdown and there's, you know, we don't have access to gyms and things like that. Um, so yeah, I've been really enjoying my, run. um, I love sort of doing some like, um, I guess circuit or like hit training um like full body stuff so I I love doing that getting the heart rate up I know that's not Josie lifts things <laughs> um but I also really Josie, enjoy my weight Josie does not well. ru- Josie Josie does not run Josie does not <laughs> move <laughs> fast <laughs> and yeah it's not it's not for everyone so but yeah I do love my weight training as well so I really like a quite a variety of stuff so yeah and I enjoy it all you know what? Like I remember growing up, me and obviously my mum don't like moving our bodies in a very fast way. And um, <laughs> I remember seeing you and Kelvin and even Jack, like your little brother. Well, now he's not little anymore. I saw a photo of him. He's bloody like seven foot tall. <laughs> when did- he's, he's like that much taller than me. Well, the audience can't see how like much I'm, <laughs> but he's like a lot. half a meter taller than me. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy but I remember you guys like you would always put up on your stories like you and Kelvin especially like just did a 7k run huh I'm like oh no <laughs> you guys are crazy I'm only going <laughs> yeah no but it's definitely not for everyone and like I not I, I acknowledge that especially because you know I have so many clients that hate running so yeah. it's like compromising and doing what things you enjoy really because you know if you're gonna do something and you don't find enjoyment out of it, you don't like not much chance that you're going to stick to it or do it consistently. So it's, yeah, finding, I guess, what you enjoy and what you love doing really. So, yeah. You know, I find it hard to even get my steps in. I I just, I just hate it. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like at the moment, just Cappy, is it's Cappy, isn't it? Michael's dog. Cappy. Yeah. Yeah. Just he, he, she, he, 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 yeah. He. Um, does he like walking or no? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that can motivate you to go walk. 
Um, look, the thing with Cappy is he'll, he's a bit of a, he's a bit of a chubby bunny. Um, he's not a bunny, everyone, he's a dog, but like he, he'll walk, he'll walk a we've only kind of taken him for a walk a handful of times and I've been here for like six months or something. But the thing with Cappy is that he's so excited and he's so happy to meet everyone. You cannot walk him very well. Like he'll be like, oh, who are you? Oh, who are you? Oh, give me a pat. What are you doing? Like to everyone. <laughs> and you, and you can't walk him. He's just cra- And cause he's a bull terrier. He's so strong. He's the most beautiful, soft, gentle dog I've like ever met in my life, but he's just so strong. So um, we, if we do walk him, we walk him at nighttime. So there's no one around. So he's like kind of less distracted, <laughs> but he'll just be like, Oh, a stick. And he loves smelling things I know all dogs do but like legit I I think with bullies they get a little bit of like OCD which is like really like funny because it's a dog but like I've seen videos where like they just chase their talent and like Mike Michael he's had bullies his whole life he's like they get OCD about things like they just keep doing something if you don't stop them and I think like Cappy just smells like even like we're at home like he'll just he'll sit with us for a second then walk around the room smell everything he just smelled 10 minutes ago and sit back down then get up and smell everything he just smelled I'm like bruh you've smelled that four times today it doesn't smell any different like what are you <laughs> what are you doing um so he's a bit hard to walk and then obviously sometimes we get um, when we do walk him at night times, those few times, he'll get to a point and he'll just like stop. And he's a bit too heavy now to like pick him up and bring him back. Like he's like 40, <laughs> or, 50, 40 or 50 kilos. And I'm just like, it's okay. Like I, I know how you feel. It's <laughs> me, me, me too, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> what a mood. Um, but he's just so friendly. That's, that's the thing. Um, but we actually said that um, me and Michael both need to sort of get out start getting some more exercise in because we both work at our desks now like 24 7 Michael Mm. runs his business at literally from that desk so it's like and I sit here at my desk doing my like you know emails and content and stuff so it's hard for us to like oh we have to get up and go because we both work so much but that's the thing with I guess a desk job like you have to make sure you move like it's and I know that like I think you you and like a few other people I've seen from the like you know from working in gyms and things steps are so easy for some people because you just are always moving but like we're always not so (laughs) you have to you have to really like actually try like sometimes I'll be walking for two hours just to get my my steps because I don't do on you know sometimes we don't move from the desk um but we both we we all we said here in this household we're like we we all have to start doing our steps because Cappy's getting a bit chunky so we should (laughs) like the rest of us in here so we should probably start walking him anyway (laughs) yeah I feel like I feel like in lockdown at the moment as well because you know you can't go out and do as much things as you normally would do and um, like p- for people that are working from home that don't normally work from home, it is like it can be quite demotivating. But I think I guess it's taking that action because action often become. Oh, uh, let me say, start that again. <laughs> action often become. No, <laughs> third time lucky. Action comes before motivation. So taking that action um, and doing it and starting it, like you might not feel like it initially, but once you do it, you know you're doing it, and then you get motivation. Um. So, yeah, I feel like that's the, the I guess, best tip I could give at the moment. Um, but, yeah, it's yeah. definitely hard for sure. Yeah. For sure. I, I do get a lot of people with fitness um, asking me, like, or saying, you know, what do you do for motivation? How can I get motivated? I'm not motivated. And I've always said, like, even though, like, I feel like a bit of a hypocrite because I'm not, not really training at the moment, but when I was – 
it's like you can't rely on motivation. Motivation will get you started, but it's dedication that obviously keeps you going. So I think yeah. you're right. If you're always going to rely on motivation, you're not going to get very far. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it's about yeah. making it like your daily habits, but it's so hard in, in lockdown. And um, I know I have a coach. I haven't been using him this year because I'm lazy, but um, he's given me a home workout and even I'm just like, I don't feel like working out at home. <laughs> are you doing, are you working out at home now or are you just running? Um, no, I've been doing some workouts and like, obviously I've got my equipment, um, I'm doing outdoor sessions, things like that. So, yeah. um, I haven't got a set up as such. So I just, you know, bring my weights in the lounge room, <laughs> um, yeah. and use, yeah, I guess just utilize what you've got. So, and I've actually, sounds weird, but I've actually really been enjoying my home workouts. It sounds weird, but I guess maybe because I've got sound more, weird. <laughs> probably because I've got more time to actually have at the moment. So I've been able to make more time to do them. So, yeah. 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 That's the thing as well. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I know home workouts suck, but for the majority of us, like we have the time now to train at home. Like, um, I'm Definitely. a gym, I'm a gym trainer. Yeah. I'm a gym trainer. I need, for me, I need to, even if honestly, cause Michael has, um, some equipment in the shed. So he has like a squat rack. He has some plates. He has a treadmill. He has, um, a couple of dumbbells and battle ropes and medicine balls and all that. So Honestly, I'm fully equipped to train with what I can. I have more than most people. Last lockdown, I had nothing. I was at my mum's house um, and she lives in like a retirement village. So I had literally n- nothing to train with. <laughs> <laughs> but now um, I have things. But honestly, like for me, the gym is somewhere I go to train. Home for me is where I like relax. So it's been really hard yeah. for me to to like be like oh I have to train here now like I can't go anywhere to train I remember when I did have my full-time job I'd be like because I worked in the gym but I couldn't train where I worked I had to go to another branch of the same gym most of the time because I couldn't train there I had to go somewhere to train and where I went was my place that I was like okay here I am training and I get in the zone but like here I'm at home I'm like that's hard like I, I I relax in my living room you know it's hard to like get out some dumbbells and be like so but it's also probably attributed to the 100%. fact that I just haven't done done much this year, so that probably doesn't help me. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a hard one, I guess, for most people to to train mm-hmm. at home. Yeah. Um, but you gave them some good tips. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, definitely. Action one hundred percent comes before motivation, and just like you said, dedication is what keeps you going. And you know, if you're not consistent at something, it's you know, it's not going to become a habit and you're not going to see the results. So it's like, you know, once you are consistent and start seeing the results, that's where the motivation comes. And like you said, being at home and training from home is hard. It definitely is. Um, and obviously who would have thought the world would come to this, but I guess I, I don't know. I feel like you have to sort of different, here we go again with my English, differentiate rooms. Like, you know, yeah, if you're in the, um, study like all day working you know you need to do a workout from another room or like the garage or the shed or can't be in the same room the same four walls all day like it's just not it's not gonna happen yeah exactly right so um do you want to tell us i was asking um you have a very nice microphone there so do you want to tell us what you're planning and what your future things are and give you a you know chance to say what you're doing (laughs) Yeah, of course. So um, I do have a microphone here, recently, um, a recent purchase. So me and my best friend, whose name's Danielle, um, she's a life and mindset coach. So we have just recently started a partnership. So only, I guess, very new. But um, I guess our goal is to come together, 
Um, as she, yeah, she's a life and mindset coach. I'm a nutrition coach and PT. Um, so I guess it's I guess a no brainer to come together and offer you know all in one because I don't really I've never really heard of anything like that, and I feel like you need to have the both to you know to get the best results so yeah. yeah we're coming together and we're about to start or launch our own podcast um so maybe you can be uh you can um come on out soon <laughs> oh you um, want me yeah. i'll come on yeah 100 <laughs> percent. but we need to work out the I'm, like you're you're so lucky you've got michael doing all the yeah. tech technical stuff we are just I mean, we we're not. I wouldn't say we're not tech savvy, but you know, we just don't know what the ins and the outs. So it's a bit time yeah. consuming. Yeah. So you're not tech savvy. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you probably already realised that at the start when we <laughs> when we first got well, on this. <laughs> this is my. This is the first. I I can do it. Like Michael showed me once, and I'll sh- I'll show you what I do if you need help. But I, I did it once on my own, and I can do it now. But this is the first um, podcast I've done via like the internet or zoom just because we're in lockdown we couldn't get together um so i yeah. needed my partner to like set it all up for me because i don't know how to do that but if you're in person i can do it <laughs> but it is hard it's like, i don't know what he was doing he was like coding some things in the in the computer i'm like what the heck <laughs> how do you do that <laughs> you nerd <laughs> but that's uh, that sounds really right? good otherwise we wouldn't be here yeah yeah, exactly. We wouldn't, but, um, that sounds really good. Cause I remember growing up, um, seeing Danielle as your friend. So you've been friends for so long and, um, I didn't yeah. know that her life sort of went that way to, to be able to, you know, do the life and mindset is it, but that's really cool. Cause that's like the match made in heaven, you know, like it, a lot of training, mm-hmm. I feel like as a personal trainer, I mean, I mean, I'm not a personal trainer, but I feel like if you were a personal trainer, AKA you or someone else, um, I feel like you can only really <laughs> do so much for your clients like you can you can give them a meal plan or like macros you can give them a training plan you can do that but sometimes that's not what I think fixes the problem it's it's also mental and how they see things and how they see exercise and food and everything like that so I think that's a really good thing for you guys to offer and do you know the name of your podcast yet or not yet um yes so it's called the shift project and that's what the i guess business will be called um so you can the audience can head over to us Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess our long-term goal or vision is, yeah, like I said, it was a no-brainer coming together to be able to offer, I guess, all in one, um, and just, yeah, empower women, um, and yeah, I guess really support them in living a life of like confidence, not only, you know, that yeah. training and nutrition part, but yeah, having that, like you said, mental part of it as well, I feel is, is so important. I feel like yeah, there's nothing else out there like that. So we, we're, we're really excited. Yeah. So the shift project. Perfect. Well, um, if you get it, like when you get it up and running and stuff, I'll link everything below in the description so they can go check you guys out. But I think that's a great yeah. idea. And yeah, I think you've got something, a really, really good idea there. Cause uh, you're right. I don't think I've seen many people do that before or, or offer those kind of services. So, and you're right. Like, it, I just think it's funny. Like I'm so like you, what you just said, like, I'm so for like women's confidence and you know, I, growing up, well, not growing up, but like being on Instagram and everything for so long, I had so many girls like, how do you like wear shorts in the gym or how do you have confidence or how you do this? I'm just like, it's so sad that like people struggle with that. Like I personally don't. So it's like a hard thing. Like I don't give a a shit about anything or what people think of me or I'll wear shorts. I don't care. I have cellulite, no problem. But I know that there's a lot of women that struggle with those kind of things. And it's a big thing for me to to try and instill whatever I can with my platform of some kind of confidence and help and support. And, um, but I mean, I'm not qualified in any, any way, shape or form. So I think it's really cool that we both sort of, you know, 
went our separate ways because of life and things, but we both sort of have the same, I guess, like outlook and mindset with like health and fitness and like wanting to help people and things. So um, yeah, that's really cool. Thank you. It's been so long since we've caught up. So that's awesome. I know. I miss you. (laughs) I miss you too. I love us. Um, Well, when when lockdown finishes, I'll come see your house and we'll catch up. (laughs) 100%. 100%. Definitely. Well, this was Shanae. She's my cousin. Um, I'm going to link her and everything, like I said, in the description bar below. So go have a squeeze and check her out. And um, if you're in the Hawkesbury area or need any um, assistance or things with trading or help, um, don't come to me because I don't know anything. I'm not qualified, but go to her. (laughs) One thing I must say, though, is if they don't realise that we're cousins by now. (laughs) Yes. So we're related. (laughs) I swear when I leave here, the first thing Michael's going to be like, I can tell you're related. hundred percent. And I'm surprised we didn't, I didn't blow up this microphone with all our, I, so sorry if it's a bit loud. Yeah. I was going to say, I think, I think we have, to be honest, but people could just turn their, turn their things down. This is the first time we've done something over some line and I can't listen to audio back. So just turn, turn your volume down a little bit, but you know, I'm glad you stuck it out. <laughs> disclaimer that we put at the end (laughs) all right see you everyone bye thanks for having us